0: Welcome everybody to 3 on Prayer, a daily discussion of our tefillos. Being that Kaddish Yosom, the mourner's Kaddish, is said after Shir Hanukkah Sabayis L'david, I just wanted to take another day to discuss the mourner's Kaddish, and maybe we'll elaborate upon it a little later. Uh, You know, I I wrote a book called Kaddish Chronicles. It's not a book... As a hardcover, but it's a series of 50 something essays that I wrote each week as I said Kaddish. And I learned many things about that short prayer that you say for 11 months after the soul is departed. And one of the sources that I actually. Had was a book by Leon Weiseltire, who was the well-known former editor of the New Republic, and in that book he shares his struggles with Yiddishkeit, with life, death, mourning, and meaning. And it's um, it's well researched. It's a little disjointed. He he jumps from personal experiences about how he tries to find Mignon all over across America, and then he analysis he has an analyzes esoteric uh, sources of. of eschatological they're called, uh prayers, those that were related to to um to death. But one thing fascinating that he writes is that he had a cousin who suggested to his mother that being that he was not that religious, that the fate of his father's precious soul should be relegated to uh somebody who's not that errant, and somebody who's more devout. And um he actually was very, very upset by this. And I, I want to explain a reason, even if he didn't know this. The original source of Kaddish is is brought down in something a safer called Machs or Vitri. And he writes about the benefit for her departed soul by saying Kaddish. And he talks about Rabbi Akiva who was passing through a cemetery and he saw an unclothed man who was as black as charcoal. He was carrying a load of wood and he was running like a horse. And Rabbi Akiva asked him, what are you doing? And he says, you know, why is your, you're a slave and your master's so harsh. I'll, I'll free you. How much is it? And he said, no, no, I'm not really a live person. I'm a dead soul. I chop wood by day and, um, I, I'm burned by night, well, well, the, in other words, in the afterlife, and he says he was a tax collector who favored the wealthy and he persecuted the poor people, and Rabbi Akiva asked him if he had any hope or redemption, and he said, um, he said, there isn't hope, but I don't know if it'll happen because I have a son who knows nothing, but if he would say Kaddish and the people would say, I would be redeemed. And, uh, obviously, he would try to seek his his son out. His son didn't know anything. His wife was not pious as well. But he pleaded with her and gave the boy a bris. He was, he did not even have a bris mila. He taught him how to read. And, um, what happened, it was very hard. Rabbi Akiva fasted for 40 days on the boy's behalf, and suddenly Hashem opened up the boy's heart, and he began to read, and um, he finally said, Kaddish. And the man came to Rabbi Akiva, the father came to Rabbi Akiva in a dream, and thanked him for saving him, from began him. So it's a very powerful uh, story, and it really tells you the lesson that a Kaddish Zuger is, uh, you know, something that if you have to do, you do. But for a kin to say, Kaddish... Is the most powerful message. Why is Kaddish so powerful? We'll explore that tomorrow. This has been Three On Prayer, sponsored in memory of Shmuel Moshe, Rama Cohen Sternberg. This podcast can be heard by subscribing to all major podcast distributors.